Who dat? And welcome to the Who Dat Dish podcast, a podcast dedicated to bringing you everything New Orleans Saints as part of Fan Sided. Today is a very special episode, as you all may know. The NFL schedule has been released for 2018, and of course, the Saints are front and center for that. That's what we will be discussing today. We'll be going over the schedule, some Saints news, how we think they'll fare for the schedule. Um, and as always, I'm your host, Dayton Brown. What's up, guys? Who that, everybody? I'm your other host, Tyler Raymond. Again, like Dayton said, we've got a great episode in store for you guys tonight. We've got some news we want to talk about, so let's just hop into it. Uh, the first news we want to share with you guys, the Saints have been making some moves. They've been changing things up on the roster. We wanted to pick that up with the wide receivers. So uh, we actually gained a receiver and lost one. Can anyone take a guess? No? Well, uh, we're here to answer that for you. The Saints brought back Brandon Coleman, a receiver who had a great season last year, despite a couple fumbles, but in turn ended up probably losing Willie Sneed uh, to the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, the Ravens ended up signing him to a tender sheet. It's a two-year, $10 million deal, similar to what the Saints gave Cameron Meredith, receiver we brought in from the Bears. What do you think about that, Dan? Let's hear your thoughts. Yeah, really interesting. And uh, losing Sneed. Willie Sneed signing a tender with the Ravens. Uh, I believe it was uh, initially it's two years, seven million, but I think that there's two point five million dollars in incentives he can earn. So overall, two years, nine and a half million dollars. Ravens definitely need some wide receiver help. Um, it's interesting because again, two years ago, I, I would have said, please, we do not need to lose Willie Sneed. He was the he, he was the second guy next to Michael Thomas two seasons ago, uh, and he was one of Drew Brees' favorite targets. He had <laughs> just – it wasn't even – I can't even call it a disastrous season because to be disastrous, you have to actually be present often for it to be – he just wasn't involved in the Saints' offense. Yeah. He really wasn't there. He wasn't incorporated nearly as much, and that happened to stem from the DUI arrest he had in the offseason. Um, so – Getting Cam Meredith back, and, and, and again, with the whole Meredith thing, I loved that signing. The health concern for Meredith is going to linger over my head until we see him in training camp running at 100%. Um, mm-hmm. So, going to miss Snead if he does end up, uh, you know, if the Saints decide not to match uh, the Ravens' offer. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't decide to uh, match it and, and we let him go. Um, but I'm excited to see Meredith, and I'm excited to get Brandon Coleman back, the be- our, our best blocking receiver, one of the best in the league as well. Um, Kamara wouldn't have been as good uh, last year without uh, some help from Coleman in, in the blocking game. So I'm excited for uh, uh, this move overall. Will miss Snead if he does decide to go. It wouldn't be too smart of us to retain him because that is just, you know, uh, $5 million per year more towards a receiver. But uh, I think that this means we'll probably be targeting a receiver early uh, in the draft um, coming up, even though we do have Meredith. But, you know, it's a, it's kind of an eye for an eye at this point. Yeah, uh, it wouldn't surprise me, you know, to see the Saints pick a receiver now, especially after everything that's been going on. You know, Seed, you know, when he was when he was good, when he was present, when he was healthy, when he didn't have things, you know, cluttering his mind per se. You know, he was a great receiver. He was great in the slot. You know, I, I can remember times where Pro Football Focus, you know, have pictures of Willie Snead up there on their Twitter saying, "Oh yeah, uh, yards per route, you know, on the slot." Willie Snead's up there yeah. with everybody and. You know, he, he's just a great receiver. You know, I'm sure uh, uh, if he ends up leaving, that'll probably catch Drew's attention just a little bit. But you know, hope he miss. But on the positive side, though, we have Cameron Meredith now. Mm-hmm. It's great to see Brandon Coleman back. You know, he posted on his Twitter who that and a bunch of Saints players. You know, we're obviously happy to see him back. But 
You know, yeah. We wish Willie Sneed the best of luck. You know, if it's with Joe Flacco or Drew Brees, I mean, who am I to complain? He's still with a quarterback, so yeah. And he and he's getting paid. I think that he definitely earned that paycheck with the performances he had two and three seasons ago. Um, yeah. <laughs> last year, hopefully, was just an outlier for him. But uh, yeah, again, if if Sneed, if you're gone, we wish you the best of luck. If you're here to stay, well, then hey, welcome back to the team, and and uh, we're excited <laughs> to see you play. But if not, yeah. best of luck to Willie Sneed. Let's jump into the schedule. Um, ha- hasn't been other m- much, you know, Saints news going around. It is the-, the draft is coming up, so a lot of player visits, not a whole lot of free agency moves. But the schedule was announced yesterday uh, by the NFL, and it's pretty interesting for the Saints. It's a lot of, uh, I-, I don't know. We'll-, we'll go over it and we'll have our thoughts. But just initially looking at it, it's very interesting. Let's go start weeks one through four. Yeah. Opening day is against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Sunday, September 9th. It is a noon p.m. Central Time kickoff uh, in the Superdome, uh, in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. So that is very interesting, first off, right off the bat. Uh, and then the second week is also home against the Cleveland Browns. We'll see who they pick at 1 and 4. We'll get to see them in action on the road. Uh, and then week 3, September 23rd, Sunday at noon as well. So our first three games are all at noon. Um, or noon central time at least, so they're all pretty much afternoon early games. Uh, that's at the Atlanta Falcons. We, we, we faced the Falcons pretty early this season, definitely an opposite from, from a, a year ago when we didn't face them, I think, until week 11? Mm-hmm. Maybe it was week 10? Right around there. Anyway, we're facing them week 3 in Atlanta in the Georgia Dome, or I, I guess it's they also have the Mercedes-Benz Dome. Uh, and then yeah. September 30th at the New York Giants. Going to be interesting to see if they get Saquon Barkley second overall. Uh, that's at 3.25 p.m. Central Time, um, which is pretty much 2.25. Uh, or, yeah, 2.25 Eastern Time. That's going to be on CBS for the fourth game. The other three games are on Fox. Um, so, first of all, Tyler, opening game. L- 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 let's start with that and go on from there, whatever your thoughts are for the first, first four games. Uh, opening night, as opposed to last year when we played the Vikings on Monday Night Football to kick the season off, it's a noon kickoff against division rival Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a little bit of an interesting changeup there by the NFL. Um, but do you like that? Would you prefer? I feel like Sean Payton and Drew Brees tend to thrive when nobody's really paying attention to them. So I kind of like an under-the-radar opening game. What do you think? I like it, uh, considering um, the Saints are going to be on the radar for a bunch of more games. I, I like this you know, almost like yeah. low-key kind of home game. And uh, with those teams you mentioned, if the Saints play their cards right, which shouldn't be too hard against these teams, they should be easy for now, uh, heading into uh, week five. But, uh, yeah, you know, two road games, two home games. I'm yeah. looking forward to it, especially open game, yeah. open day. Uh, it's going to be fun. You know, I'm expecting the Saints for once uh, to start the season uh, 1-0. But, yeah. Um, well, then, uh, and mm-hmm. so – Week two, we'll be seeing the number one and number four overall pick, assuming the Browns keep their selections. And yeah. week four, we'll be seeing the number two overall selection, seeing if, if the Giants. So in in a um, three-week span, we'll be seeing the number one and number two overall pick and facing off against them. So I think that yeah. is massively interesting. The Browns are going to be interesting. All, all of these teams are going to be really interesting to watch. Obviously, with the Buccaneers and Jameis Winston, division rivals, we tend to know them, so it's, it's more going to be a chess match than anything, uh, which is yep. why it's kind of tough to be opening up against them. 
Uh, Browns are the Browns. Hopefully we don't lay a goose egg. I don't think they're going to be good week two. Uh, even if they get Darnold and Barkley in the draft, I still think that they need a lot of uh, room. So, again, I, I think that that could be a win uh, for sure. Should be a win. Giants yep. should be a win as well, no matter who they get. Falcons uh, is going to be up in the air, but hopefully we spank them uh, uh, at, mm-hmm. the, at, at their house. That would be fantastic. Yeah, 4-1 and one, or 4-0 and oh, or 3-1 and one is what I see them first four weeks. I agree. I agree. And week five, you know, this is where things get interesting. The Saints have their first of five primetime games. I'm actually proud to announce, guys, that it looks like right now I'll keep you guys updated. But myself and my father will be going to uh, New Orleans when the Saints play the Washington Redskins on Monday Night Football, October 8th. uh, 7-15 kickoff on uh, ESPN. I cannot wait. I think it's going to be super exciting. Going to the dome, you know, that electric atmosphere, you know, people chanting, who that, everything. So I'm looking forward to that game for that reason. But uh, speaking of more games, we've got actually the Saints will have one the week after because it's going to be their bye week. Another early bye, unfortunately. That's one of the downsides of uh, having a schedule, at least if you're the Saints this year. But um, the week after, October 21st, the Saints are going to be in Baltimore to play the Baltimore Ravens. And that is a 3.05 p.m. Uh, Central Time kickoff. And then the week after, uh, October 28th, they are going to be at Minnesota for the Vikings. You know, they were one play away from beating them last year. They get their revenge, and that will be really interesting to see. What do you think, Dane? What do you think of our, you know, those four teams are by, actually those three teams and are by through those four weeks? What do you think? First of all, I'm really excited for you to go to that Redskins game. When you went to the Bills game a season ago, the Saints mollywopped them by 40 points. So hopefully that happens again. This time it will be in the Superdome as opposed to an away game uh, in Buffalo. So that's going to be a change-up for you, kind of the same yep. thing. Uh, so I'm excited for you, man. That, that's going to be fantastic. Uh, Redskins obviously are, are a pretty good team, too. They got Paul Richardson and traded for Alex Smith uh, during the summer. So it's going to be interesting to see how they play out. Also, they do have a um, – top 20 draft selection uh as do the baltimore ravens who who we play in week seven Uh, really for the ravens if they got willie sneed a really good player uh in the draft that's all who i'm really going to be interested in seeing in that game uh but it is going to be tough traveling on the road in maryland luckily it is in october won't be as frigid but um i i bet you our good friend charlie uh, who or Charlie Charlie Pollock, who you guys know on Twitter at Saint Charlie? I bet you he'll go to that Baltimore Ravens game. He does live uh, right outside of DC, so uh, yeah, he I, told me he's trying to go to it. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he if he does. He went to London last year to see the Saints. Uh, yeah, <laughs> week six bye. Last year we had a week five bye, and we were two and two at the break. Uh, and but that that bye week also kind of helped to revitalize us as well. So maybe a week six bye could be good, but I always prefer week eight and anywhere between week eight. And, mm-hmm. like, week 10, week 11 is, is perfect for, for a bye week. Uh, yeah, week 6 is just a little bit early. Uh, and then the, the Vikings game, I, I really can't say enough about that game. That's going to be an epic rematch. Nobody is going to forget about that play because they're going to be reminded about it time after time after time the week leading up to that game. Everybody's going to be talking about it. It'll be a revenge game not only for Marcus Williams but the Saints as a whole. Yep. Who, who, who knows? Both of those – both of us could be undefeated at that time in the season. I, I wouldn't be surprised be if, they, if that was the case. So, I, I mean, you, you take the rest. There's so much to say about that game. But uh, I, 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 hopefully we beat the Redskins on Monday Night Football. I could definitely see us beating the, the Ravens. So, uh, I, I think at this at that point, mm-hmm. uh, we'd either be, let's see, 
One, two. Three, we, we, we'd either be, let's say. Over 500 by a couple games. Yeah. We could say oh, that for sure. No, I, I, I'd, I'd say at that point. We we'd probably be five and two at worst. Uh, we we could be seven and zero yeah. at that point, but uh, could be five and two. Yeah, something like that. We'll be good. That's all we know. <laughs> yeah, worst I could see us being is four and three. Yeah, I agree. But uh, the next games we've got guys are the Los Angeles Rams at home. That's gonna be a really good game. It's on November fourth, a Sunday at three twenty-five kickoff. The weird thing about this schedule is obviously you know Saints were a good team this year compared. Or the Saints were a good team last year compared to years past. And I think, you know, the NFL sort of rewarded them with uh, with different time slots, you know. And uh, instead of, uh, I think it was instead of two years ago, having it be 12 games that was, um, uh, that were at, like, for example, 1 p.m. Uh, time slots, Eastern Standard Time. This year, I think it's like seven. So, you know, the, the Saints have been rewarded, that's for sure. But um, the next game afterwards, the Saints are heading to Cincinnati to play the Bengals on November 11th. Uh, the next game after that uh, is another home game, and that is against the Philadelphia Eagles, defending Super Bowl champions and NFC champions. That'll be a good game. And the game after that will be November 22nd. Uh, actually, Thanksgiving week. I, I don't know the thing, but I cannot wait yes. uh, to see the Saints play on Thanksgiving uh, against the Atlanta Falcons. Uh at night, it'll be the latest of the three games, so that should yeah. be a good. One. What do you think of those four games, Dan? Oh How do you man, think I'm I'm absolutely pumped about that. That that that's that's fantastic. Um, so yeah, the Saints play six games at 1 p.m. Eastern, so half of what was agreed a couple years ago, uh, and then they got five primetime games, and that's incredible. So almost as many night primetime and front of national audience games as there are normal kickoff time. So. Mm-hmm. If that doesn't tell you anything about how the Saints did last year to get the attention of the nation, uh, I don't know what will. Uh, really interesting. So we're going from at Minnesota to home against the Rams. Uh, we yeah. played Los Angeles uh, in L.A. a season ago and didn't bode well for us. Obviously, Marshawn Lattimore had some injury problems. Ken Crawley was out for that game. Uh, so I think, uh, you know, if both teams are healthy, it's going to be even more interesting. Rams did trade their 23rd pick, but they do have Brandon Cook, so that's going to be a um, – Interesting showdown. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be a well, very interesting welcome back for uh, Brandon Cooks there. Uh, we'll see how that goes at Cincinnati. Very up in the air team. I always doubt them every season, and and they tend to be like, I mean, la- other than last season, they tend to be on the brink of the playoffs for whatever reason. But they're in a really tough division. They still have AJ Green. That'll be exciting. But that should be a road game. We get in the bag, and then yeah, two home games in a row that are crazy. Defending Super Bowl champs, the Eagles. I mean. That's going to be a, a an absolute battle. Uh, and then at the Falcons for Thanksgiving, I'm really excited for that. I don't think I've ever seen the Saints play on Thanksgiving in my Either life. Either man. And I, I don't I'm think I've been alive for the Saints playing on Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's going to be a good so game. That's going to be fantastic. Um, any other thoughts on those before we move to the next weeks? Um, Let's see. Of those four games, I could probably see us – Rams at home, that's a tough game. I could see us easily beating the Bengals. Mm. Falcons at home, that's a tough game. Eagles at home yeah. is still a tough game. Yeah. Let's hope we finish 2-2 two two in that part. Yeah, luckily we do have the Redskins, Rams, Eagles, and Falcons, and Steelers all at home. I feel like those yeah. would be really, really tough away games. <laughs> Redskins always get, Redskins always play us in the – there's got to be some sort of secret agreement. They always play us yeah. at home in the Superdome. We talked with uh, defeating the curse. 
on their podcast, and they came onto our podcast a season ago. That game was crazy. It was a uh, uh, overtime thriller uh, for the Saints. Epic comeback. comeback Thirty-four to thirty-one. We were down by I, I think three scores heading into the or, or midway through the third quarter. Uh, that was just wild. So, um, yeah, we got lucky with those home games. So having the Rams, Eagles, and Falcons, or obviously the Falcons, were going to have one of them at home. But yep. later in the season, now we and just like last year, we get the last laugh at home. Uh, yeah, so, we do. so I think that that that's really good for us. Uh, but the Eagles game is just going to be uh, amazing. I'm surprised it's not a primetime game. Yeah, <laughs> we need to have we need to have six primetime games that game. Uh, hopefully that game gets flexed or something. Uh, that'd be great. Hey. Last five games of the season. This, this this is where it gets really, really, really interesting. Obviously, we haven't we have yet to see the Panthers on the schedule. Um, Thursday is going to be the or sorry, the game against the Cowboys is going to be the Thursday after Thanksgiving. So we play yep. two Thursdays in a row. That's November Crazy. 29th. Mm-hmm. And that's week 13. Uh, and that's at the Dallas Cowboys, so we're going to be playing in AT&T Stadium uh, down in Fort Worth. Uh, and then we go on the road to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who the Saints will have already faced in week one at home. That's going to be a very interesting late division uh, game as well. Again, Buccaneers are so up in the air. Uh, and then we finally play the Panthers, and we play them in Carolina. Um, so that's a three-game road trip for the saints towards the end of the season uh that i mean i mean we we have two or i i I guess it's not really a streak but we have two road games in a row uh towards the beginning of the season weeks three and four uh after our bye week we also have three of the next four games on the road but then we play philly and atlanta at home Uh, and then we got three road games in a row right after that so i think overall it's actually fair it balances out it's fairly fair uh, fairly fair. Yep. It's pretty fair for the Saints. Um, and then last two games of the season, home against the Pittsburgh Steelers, and then we are home against the Carolina Panthers. So p- playing the Panthers like we did the Falcons a season ago, two weeks in the last or, or two times in the last three weeks. However, a little bit different this time because we play them week fifteen and week seventeen. So literally, yep. the the division could be totally up in the air at that point, and Maybe. our playoff hopes hinge on two games at the end of the season. Yeah, it's going to be insane, you know. Just just when you think about, like, how everything played out, you know, how all these teams were last year. You had so many playoff teams we were playing this year. Minnesota, uh, Los Angeles, Pittsburgh, Carolina, Atlanta, so many teams. It is insane just to think of uh, how crazy this season has the potential to be when you think right. about it. And I think, you know, the biggest things right now, of course, are – uh, the early bye week, you know, sometimes that could be a huge factor for us. The three row games uh, last year, I, I think they said uh, it was a lot more than this year. But uh, there are only three teams this year that had three row games back to back to back, and the Saints are one of those teams. Mm. And ten teams this year have five primetime games, and the Saints are one of them. So I think that's funny compared to the two years prior combined, they had less than five. So yeah. it's for me, you know, for a guy living in New York, I think you could probably relate to unless you have like a, a prime subscription, you know, to uh, see the Saints. It's good finally knowing that the Saints are getting some sort of spotlight, you know, because yeah. if it weren't for these games, I wouldn't be able to see the Saints play. So. Reddit, Reddit streams are, are always clutch if True. you want to watch Saints games. Uh, sometimes they'll be on Fox here in the um, on the West Coast. But really, what I'm excited for is the lack of. Uh, I'm going to go back to this, the lack of the 
uh, 1 p.m. Eastern time kickoffs because 1 p.m. Eastern time is 10 a.m. Pacific time. And look, I mean, like, I want to sleep in on my Sundays, you know, especially if I got them off. So uh, having a 10 10 a.m. kickoff time, you know, isn't the most fun thing. So it's good to see. And and prime time is is, is always going to be clutch. Um, And and final three games of the season are just crazy because it's playing the Panthers twice and then it's hosting the Steelers. And Mm -hmm. Steelers could be Super Bowl contenders at that point. Panthers could be as well. Uh, they're a pretty darn good team. The NFC South is going to be, I think, even better this year than it was last year. And last year, it was the best division in football by a long shot. So, yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> crazy, man. I can't wait for it. You Me know, too. And, uh, the Saints. You know, this year we can actually expect something halfway decent. You know, and it, it's gonna be good. Uh, what are your uh, schedule predictions? Uh, what would you say worst case scenario, best case scenario for this team right now heading into uh, this year? Well. Again, it, it's kind of tough to tell with the draft. I don't think the draft is going yeah. to, you know, change things way too much. But it is Let's always nice. Season. It is always nice to see um, who those teams are going to have the high draft picks contributing to them. But mm-hmm. um, I think I, I, I think our ceiling is thirteen and three. Yeah. Um, I re- really the the games that worry me the most. One of the games against the Panthers towards the end of the season. Yep. I'm afraid that we're going to drop one of those. For, like almost for sure, I think we're, we 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 could drop one of those. The Eagles are going to be really tough because either it doesn't matter if it's Carson Wentz, Nick Foles. We do have Patrick Robinson back, one of their best defenders. So who knows how 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 great their defense is? They have lost a lot of guys, but mm. they're still defending Super Bowl champs. That game is, makes me nervous. And either one of the games from the Falcons, I do think we can. I don't think the Falcons are going to be that that great next year. I I I. Mm. I I don't. Um, I, I think the Falcons are uh, eight and eight, nine and seventeen next year. That's what I'm sticking with now. It could change, but that's what I'm sticking with now. Um, but uh, again, it is an intense rivalry. We do play them at home really early in the season. Could spell trouble. Um, and then the, the the Vikings still worry me. Um, mm. You know, they they got Kirk Cousins now. Signed him to that huge deal, but. It seemed like last year with the, with the way they ran their offense, and again, they did lose their offensive coordinator. He is now the head coach over the New York Giants, Pat Shula. But yep. I think I think they're so deadly on offense with Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs. So hopefully, no 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 recurring haunting memories come back to me. But so I think their <laughs> ceiling is thirteen and three. I think that their floor is 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 nine and seven. Uh, mm-hmm. I I think that they can go. I mean, the Buccaneers. At, uh, we, we should go 4-0. and Hopefully we will go 4-0. and At worst, 3-1. and That's a pretty good start. And then I could definitely see us winning six of those final uh, games. Mm-hmm. Six of the final 12. I think that I could see us going 500 the rest of the way, like, at worst. Yeah. Um, if not better. Like, I don't see us doing worse than 500 the, the rest of the way after that. So, 9-7 mm-hmm. uh, uh, is my floor. 13-3 and three is my ceiling. Could even argue 14-2. and two. Like, I'm... N- I don't know. I'm not really that worried about the Falcons so much. But what do you think, man? Uh, I'm thinking it's funny as you're, uh, you know, uh, giving your reasons and stuff. I was just looking over the teams, you know, what what I expect. Right now, the thing that gets me is you play a really tough Carolina team twice. You play a really tough Falcons team twice, and then you have the Vikings, Rams, and Eagles. That's seven teams. That's like. I could just see of those of those seven teams or of those seven games, I could see us losing three games, and that's what kills me, you know, because that's like three vital wins. Right. Right now, 
The Browns won't be an issue. Buccaneers, we sweep them. Giants won't be an issue. Redskins won't be an issue. Ravens, Bengals, Cowboys, hopefully, won't be an issue. You know, and Steelers going to be tough. You know, I'm probably going to have to agree with you. I could see 9-7 being a worse, at a very worst, uh, New Orleans Saints team, making a wild card, uh, six seed, hopefully. Uh, at our best, which I'm expecting this year, I could see us going 13-3, 12-4. Maybe uh, if we don't win the division, uh, we get one of the wild card spots. But I would expect us, again, to win the division with a better record than what we did last year. This is a good team. We've got really good opponents we're facing, but I have high hopes for our New Orleans Saints. We're going to be marching through people. So. Me too. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I agree, man. I'm excited. And again, I am too. I think the schedule is really balanced and fair for the Saints overall. I really do. I think the NFL did a pretty good job. Interesting matchups like the Bengals. Pretty random interesting matchup. Who knows how good that could be. Yeah. Monday night against the Redskins. That's really Don't interesting. Think so. uh, and then, And then so we're also playing the NFC East. Uh, and they're always a mixed bag of a division, uh, but always also tough. Probably the grittiest, if not one of the top three grittiest divisions in the league. So it's always interesting to go up against it's, that division. But I'm excited. Good job, NFL, for making these schedules. Yeah, except for the three uh, back-to-back-to-back row games and yeah. the early buy. Other than that, you did great. You love yeah. the five prime time games. I really Can't... don't like that early buy. That sucks. Even though it's only two weeks earlier than you know my prime spot, it's still that's early. Yeah, it, it is. It, you know, we, the last few years, we haven't been great with that. But, oh, well, yeah. it's the schedule. We can't complain. We're happy it's out. But uh, before we uh, get to our uh, conclusions, you know, and signing off with all of our where to find us, we want to quickly give a uh, quick plug to what we, what you guys should be expecting from us in the next few episodes, bearing any breaking news from the New Orleans Saints. Drew Brees gets traded? Question mark? No, that won't happen. But uh, bearing any breaking news... Uh, we, this will be our last episode until we get into our huge draft show extravaganza. We can't wait to be presenting that to you guys, but I just expect a great shows, draft talk, expect that from us. It's going to be great. We can't wait to, uh, present that to you guys, you know, share our opinions, our thoughts, what we expect the Saints to do, not just in round one, two, it's going to be a bunch of stuff. So look forward to that though. It's going to be great. You know, anything you want to say on that, Dayton? Oh, I'm super excited for it. Um, yeah, you know. <laughs> really wish we could we could have gotten some episodes out sooner than the 24th and the 25th, but it'll be all right. Yeah, it's still going to be great times, you know, great times of talking. It's our first annual, which means there will be another one next year, too, hopefully. But uh, stay tuned for that. But thanks again, guys, for tuning for this episode. We know uh, it's usually uh, not – we know that this episode wasn't as long – as our usual episodes are, but that's all right. We still provide you the best quality content this side of the Mississippi. So thanks so much for tuning in. Here's where you can find us tonight. So if you want to tell us how great your episodes have been lately, uh, make sure you go follow us on Twitter. You can follow the great guy over there on the other side of the mic, Dayton Brown, at Dayton underscore Brown underscore. He's a Portland Trailblazers fan, but I don't think he has much to say considering the, uh, the Pelicans are... <laughs> Uh, crushing the Trailblazers right now. Aren't I right, Dan? Uh, you hit it right on the head when you said I didn't want to talk about it. So <laughs> Sorry, <move on>. Sorry. <laughs> you can follow me. Uh, I'm not even an NBA fan, guys. I'm an NFL fan. I just like uh, rubbing it sometimes in people's faces. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Raymond Tyler M. I sometimes uh, reshare Pelican Saints, but it's mostly about the New Orleans Saints, too. And I play Fortnite. So um, 
You can follow uh, the Who That Dish official podcast account at the WDD podcast. You can follow Who That Dish, you know, the main source, the outcome for uh, this podcast, you know, where we do this from. We have great articles that come out, you know, by Roy Anderson, our editor, all that good stuff. Uh, follow them on Facebook. Uh, who that dish? Just search that. You can follow this podcast. So if you want to search this link, find it everywhere. Share it with your friends. Tell everybody that you know that's a Saints fan that bleeds black and gold. You can follow us on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes. Those are the two main ones, and YouTube as well. But we appreciate your support. Tune into this episode. Tune into our draft show extravaganza that we can't wait for. That'll be next week. But yeah, we appreciate your support so much, guys. It's awesome. Check out our Twitter. We'll have a poll uh, underneath the tweet linking this episode. So be sure to check that out. Vote on it. Let us know what you think about the schedule uh, and any other thoughts you have surrounding the Saints as we go into the draft. So, again, thank you so much uh, for listening today. A little bit of a quick episode, and we appreciate you guys for everything you do for us, including supporting and listening to the podcast. So, uh, as always, I'm your host, Dayton Brown, for Tyler Raymond. We'll talk to you guys soon. As always, who dat? Who dat?